Can I get a bottle opener? I, yes. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> that joke brought to you by the fifth grade. <laughs> and Pee Wee Herman. Is the fourth grade. <laughs> you, you were a fast learner. We've come full circle. That's actually what it was. I always come full circle. <laughs> that joke brought to you by the eighth grade. <laughs> we're moving on up. Welcome to BitFaced, uh, tonight in the BitCave, where I think we're going to be talking a little bit about our uh, event that we had last night, and anyone local listening that came out last night to our Hearthstone fireside gathering. I really appreciated meeting all of you. Sorry that you had to meet me. I I guess all Tally said, I had 11 beers last night, because all I had to do was look at the laptop and keep score. So I think we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. To my right, I guess the winner of the Hearthstone tournament last night, which... He did win, and he did play well, but he didn't take home any of the prizes because that's not how we're going to do it here at BitFaced. If we're going to run an event, it's okay that Tyler plays, even though, you know, I don't think he should. But he didn't take home any prizes. We gave it all to you guys. I mean, to be fair, I I just like playing the game, and I think everyone else likes like. I don't think anyone had a problem with you playing. No, I mean, you only get better by playing against people that are as good or better than you, so... Words of wisdom from the guy to my right, RunTRG. To my left, um, the less rapey Derek Burton Guster, hopefully, uh, this week. Also played in the tournament last night and and, and played pretty well. Put up a good fight. Um, Shit-talking before he got there, and then once the tournament happened, he lost to the person that should also be here tonight and is not. So, welcome to the BitCave, Derek. Thank you, Eric. I I, I didn't lose that hard. I... No, I really did. I, I don't I know what's going on watching you guys play. And still, I've watched an hour of a tournament on TV, and I tried to kind of pay attention last night. I don't understand a, a fucking to, thing. To be fair, on. you made it through 11 beers, so you're the real champion. Yeah, but I still don't know how to play the game. Yeah, and if you ever want to, I mean, that's kind of the, the point of our events, is we're going to do things like mentoring and training, um because a lot of us we we play at a pretty high pretty high level so i mean we have no issue sitting down and just playing cards with you i know you like poker of course a different type of card game but if you ever want to take 30 minutes is all it would take to teach you it um and it's it's kind of fun and uh and you know what derek actually did not play very well he lost super horribly thank you you lost in the I, i had fun so i'm the real winner here I, I hope everybody had fun last night. I, I didn't really see anyone not having fun, but again, I was having a lot of fun. So no, I thought it was uh, I thought it was great. I thought everyone was very uh, well behaved, if you will. Besides myself, I didn't think the fighting game community there, while they didn't really intermingle with us too much, and when I did try to intermingle, I don't know, I was kind of shut down a little bit. But maybe eleven beers will do that to you. I don't know. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good place to get gamers together black remote was kind of stressing at the beginning but you know that's expected he had to run the whole thing yeah i mean that's fair and black remote does stress a bit about getting it started once it started he's got he's got a lot of people who actually help him out and run the tournament with him 
Um, and so that's good. Um, some of the people who actually came over are actually some of those people who helped run his tournament and that's, they weren't playing and they came over to see what we were doing. And, um, we, we did get a fair amount of interest from the fighting game community and just, Hey, you guys actually run other tournaments. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, we, we're not just going to play fighting games. We'll play, we'll play card games. We'll play, um, what else do we have coming up, Eric? As far as tournaments, this is a this is a Tyler question. Why are you asking me that? I I could barely run the bracket last night. You could still run it better than Tyler, though. That's that's not entirely true. It was true for like the first ten seconds. I I had never actually used the website that we used for the brackets. That was the first time. Our first event, we didn't we did single elimination, and we only had seven people. Um, we had more people spectating. We had like five people come by just to watch uh so this time we we needed an actual way to do brackets you know it was funny people the the people that did stop by and the people in the fighting game community that i attempted to to contact and just to talk to have a conversation with wanted nothing to do with me until i mentioned your name and then they were like oh you know tyler and i was like really tyler's got that much clout around this place like you won't talk to me like i'm the other guy on the fucking sticker like i mean come on seriously Let's but uh, that wasn't the hearthstone crew everyone in the hearthstone crew was was super nice uh and i think super happy to be there they seemed and i'm glad that we're giving out some prizes i know we we kind of went to our own pockets this week instead of blizzard's pockets and i have no i have no problem with that if we can have an awesome event like that where people have fun how often are we planning on doing this because I, I can't believe you asked me that question this is all you well as far as like the hearthstone side goes for sure um i'm hearth hearth as far as the hearthstone we're gonna side grab goes. that dictionary boy you know what I'm going to just keep pronouncing it how I pronounce it. And you can correct me every time. And that's fine. I really don't care. But the deal is, um, as far as Hearthstone goes, we're going to try to run them every other week um, on Thursdays right now. But we're looking forward to uh, moving to Saturdays. So if we get more and more people and we keep running double elimination, uh, we can run them longer. because Let's do Saturday so that I I have no problem now that I know what's happening. I will host and I'll do the brackets. I'll do all that stuff. A Saturday's a perfect day for me to do it. Thursday night, as I learned at work today, is not a great night for me to go out and and party with the community, if you will. Now I I did make it, and you know I'm I'm a champion UGA for life. But no, Saturday is a great day. Let's. And do you just want to stick with Hearthstone, or do you want to branch out and do something different? Well, so that's why I was asking you is because I I do want to run other events. Um, kind of kind of on opposite weeks um, or even on the same weeks different days uh, you know we were talking earlier about perhaps running bitface sponsored trivia um, and there's a lot of other games that are competitive that we can definitely run overwatch just came out for example and I think that would be fun to get a, a bunch of people in on a LAN and just uh, play heads up I think the advantage though with doing hearthstone is you can show up with beer money in your phone and play we're not i i don't know about you uh black remotes lugging around a lot of equipment and tvs and shit that gets broken i kind of prefer let's get more people to come out and play hearthstone because i think it's more accessible correct yeah everyone just has to bring their own device uh, we had people there with tablets with their phone um a couple people brought their laptops it just depends on how you like playing also on that same note for the guys that really want to make move it over to saturday 
the reason we're doing it on Thursdays is just because we're we're working with Project Hype to make that work out. If anyone's got a better venue, just hit us up on Facebook. We can see if we can work through that too. Absolutely. And you know what? If it's only 12 or 13 people, you can come over to the BitCave one week and I'll cook. So, No, that's true. We uh, <laughs> uh, Blizzard, Blizzard official firesides are supposed to be at an actual uh, event and accessible by the whole community. But as far as I'm concerned, the BitCave is a business and totally accessible by the, you know anyone in the community. So I mean, I don't want to have 20 people over every week, but I'd have no problem doing it one time i would like to host something like that and make some good food and uh have some good fellowship talk about games we can have something going on the tv you know it'd be fun maybe do a late night flick that night a little ski school screening or something i mean that's the kind of stuff i want to do yeah and i think that would be beneficial for you on the side of you know not enjoying hearthstone as much i did enjoy it though i just don't know what the fuck is going on i enjoyed it i mean granted half the time i was watching smash because that duck hunt stage is really cool. Yeah, and that's that's why we like running it kind of uh, in tandem with Project Hype is because, you know, yeah, we had a good turnout. We more than doubled our first uh, our first event, and um, and <laughs> thanks to Doug bringing his entire family. No, to be fair, Doug did bring three people, but yeah, he brought three people. So I mean, otherwise, we would have only been up like three people, uh, three or four people from our last event, which. To be fair, it's still not bad. Everyone who was new actually said they found us on Blizzard's website, on uh, on the Fireside uh, website. They said, we found you straight on Blizzard's Fireside website. And I said, wow, really? I didn't think anyone looked at that. Yeah, I know. They are, they've got them listed. Team Liquid's got them listed. It, it's nice that it was so easy for them to find us. Well, and, you know, I think that a lot of people, at least I had the chance to talk to, are going to tell their friends about it. Um, I had a good 35-minute conversation with Tanner. That dude's awesome, man. And I think he's going to come cast with us soon, isn't he? Yeah. Um, obviously, it may be uh, different when we release the actual episode, but he will be on in the next few days with us. Um, so depending on when you listen to this and when you listen to his episode, that next few days may I'm not I'm going to imagine that this goes up first out of the... Because we've got... We've got four episodes we're taping within the next week. So, sorry guys, we've been a little off of our schedule, but we're about to get right back onto our schedule. And Tyler, actually, and I'm not going to tell you who, has booked a couple really good guests. And of course, we have Denver Comic Con coming up next month. And hell or high water, I will interview somebody crazy up there. We'll figure it out. But that's uh, going to be spectacular. Should we go to Overwatch next? Yeah, that's fine. While we're Do you on want this... to put a pen in the Hearthstone? You got more to say about it? No, I had one quick thing about Denver Comic Con. Obviously, we're going to try to get it together with our, our good friends, Northern Colorado Ghostbusters and Nerd Cubed. And, uh, and I also wanted to throw out, I know you said the gauntlet's thrown down, boys, but you better be ready on your game, sons. I, uh, I saw that today, Nerd Cubed. And uh, I was very, I was very happy to see Bitface name in a in a podcast description. I'm not gonna lie to you, that was my first thought. But my second thought was, now that it's been written down, it has to happen. And uh, I guess should I quote a movie to to call him out? Uh, maybe not Ghostbusters. Um, actually, I'll I'll quote a movie, and I hope all three of you from Nerd Cube know what this is. And I'm gonna say, you called down the thunder, buddy. Well, now you've got it. 
It's actually in two movies, so next time I talk to you guys, I want you to name them both. There's your first trivia questions. But no, I'm I'm excited. Win, win or lose, and, and let's be fair, we are going to win. Uh, Doug is a fucking savant when it comes to trivia, but I'm excited to play them. And they're coming up with the rules, and they're providing the questions, which... <laughs> Even with those stipulations, I'm still very I'm, I'm happy that they challenged us. I can't wait to number one see those guys. Number two, Bracy, you still have my fucking Blu-rays. And number three, uh, just to hang out and drink with those guys and play trivia is going to be wonderful. So yeah, I know I'm talking a little smack here, guys, WWE style, but I will tell you we, we're really excited for the challenge. And thanks for giving us a shout out. We appreciate it. Absolutely. So straight into Overwatch. Um, you know, I didn't play a lot of it, guys. Uh, I played it in open beta, which is obviously the same as, as the full release product. Um, and, and I had fun. But um, some of my deal with it is I think it's a game where even if I play with friends, I'm going to enjoy it for about a week or two. And I'm going to just want to move to something else. Because there's going to be a point where I'm replaying a lot of the same maps and just trying to get better with the same characters. And I... I can't say too much because obviously, you know, her Hearthstone nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, we will condition you to speak correctly. Hearth- <laughs> Somebody get a bottle of water to spray him. I'm going to get a bottle of something. Suck it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If every time you said Hearthstone, if I sprayed you with sake, would you start saying Hearthstone? Yeah, because you're wasting sake, man. Well, no, not. Really, if I'm spraying it at you, for me, that's funny. Are you spraying it in my mouth? Uh, you know, if it's open at the time. It's not the only thing he's going to spray in your mouth. <laughs> There's rapey Derek. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's my opinion um, on, on Overwatch. I, I don't know if I, I have a whole lot more of a more valid opinion, because I haven't been playing it uh, as much as you guys have. I know you've jumped on it since it's been released. I'm pretty sure that Toma can probably speak the most about Overwatch with the hundreds of hours of experience he has with it. Um, honestly, the game is really great. I The gameplay just super solid. I just don't understand the, the pay model for it. I feel like for a full-release $60 game, the content just isn't there. Uh, would you agree with me on that, Eric? Or are you kind of in the dissenting side? I don't think that there are enough play modes. That being said, I've paid $60 before for a lot less of a game. Battlefront. Battlefront, for example. Um, I mean, think about a fighting game. They're $60. Not as much content as you would normally consider. My problem isn't with the price of the game. Again, my big beef is the lack of maps. However, I will say the characters are amazing. They all play differently. I jumped online with three of my buddies, two of which will never play shooters. They only picked it up because it's a Blizzard product. And we had a blast playing it. By myself, the game is not as much fun. When you have the communication and the teamwork, because that's honestly what it is. It's not team deathmatch. You really have to be coordinated. It's about moving objectives, getting to objectives. But there's only three ways to play the game. With the amount of maps that they have and the amount of characters that they have, I expect a little bit more. Now, Blizzard will more than likely deliver more modes, more maps, more characters. Blizzard seems to be, the general consensus is what, Blizzard, number one, has never made a bad game. Number two, has the best support for their fans and community. Do you guys disagree with me there? 
I don't. Um, to be fair, like I understand if, if Derek does disagree with you there, because no, I'd like to. I'd like to hear his argument because I'm. I don't know if I necessarily think Blizzard is the best company, but a lot of the evidence points that direction. Well, I just read recently um, one of the developers posted. Um, there's been so much complaints about a lot of the ways that they balance and patch out different things in like World of Warcraft, for example. And he's like, "Look, we hear you guys." And we understand, but we have three different sections of people who play World of Warcraft. We have PvP players, we have PvE players, and then we have role-playing players. And we can't balance everything for everyone, so we're going to give you guys the best that we can for the way that you play as much as we can, and it's not going to be for everyone. See, that's one of the arguments I just don't get, though, because they've proven time and again that they actually can balance for those three different groups because they they've had the things where they have pvp only changes pve only changes i mean role-playing players are a little different just because that's a, a little you actually have to work with lore and everything but i mean they've proven that they actually can balance those different portions of the game they just for some reason choose not to the the thing i have is blizzard has this new model where they they want to make competitive games, but they want them to be purely casual, which is really weird to me. Um, like, even for Overwatch, they completely pulled ranked mode for the release of the game because they don't think it's ready. Which We is, are going to get it, though. We hope. No, it's they, they've already said that it's, it's coming out. Well, I, I, I just don't understand this thing where they're like, oh, we... We're going to take out this stuff because we'd rather give our players rainbows and unicorns because there's too much toxicity if we make ranked mode like this. I, I just don't understand why they don't want the game to be competitive. That's actually not like a bad point because if you, if you think back to E3 when they were announcing Diablo 3, what was the big thing that drew you and I to Diablo 3? <laughs> their, their competitive PvP mode that never existed. Right, there was. They announced a PvP mode in Diablo Three where you'd be able to play, um, you know, arena style matches versus other people, and it just was never released. They made a duel, and it was garbage. And they just were like, "Nope, never mind. It's never coming out. Sorry, we promised that content." Like I fully understand that there is going to be a ranked mode in Overwatch, but as it sits right now, they're trying to make it purely six v six, so you have to make your group together you can't ever match make for it because they want it to be a purely competitive mode so that there isn't the toxicity of a solo queue mode which i un- i understand because there's this this league of legends ideology that if you put five people together they're automatically going to hate each other because all they care about is winning but i i it's going to be so hard to get six people together to play ranked mode and i i don't get why they think that's a real option i like the hearts and rainbows and unicorns and i like the fact that they're trying to make a shooter fun again there's a hundred shooters i can play if i want to play a competitive shooter i like the way that they still track stats but they do it in a different manner um i think it's a breath of fresh air for the shooter genre honestly now you know would ranked mode be nice? Yeah, and I'm glad that we are getting it because I think there is a place for that, and I think there are going to be some very competitive 6v6 teams. But even when I only had three friends and it was me playing, we didn't have a problem winning with two randos, and we didn't even have them on the mic. I don't know. I, I 
I want a shooter to be fun. And is it wholly original? No, it's Team Fortress 2. It, it really is. It's even some of the, the healing and some of the, the different powers are the same. The game's pretty. It runs very smooth. I haven't had any lag issues yet. I like what Blizzard's done, and I, I have no I had no problem paying the sixty dollars for it. I, I think what you you said at the beginning there is the main problem. You played it with two, three of your friends, and you had a blast, which is exactly the experience I had. When I'm playing in a pre-made group, it is an absolutely fantastic multiplayer game. The problem is, if you do not have your friends on at that point in time, the solo queue and experience is absolutely terrible. No, I, and I played solo, and I, I completely agree with you. I'd almost rather play solo versus the AI than play with five random people that aren't going to work together, aren't going to communicate. Now, granted, you do sometimes, you jump on some great teams where whether you were there or not, they were going to win. No, but I don't, I don't like playing any multiplayer game by myself except maybe the game mode on Halo where it's you versus seven other people and there's no teams. What is that, Lone Wolf? Yeah. And that's cool. I don't know. For me, when it comes to shooters, especially if they they want to be a competitive shooter, um, I mean, my favorite competitive shooter that I used to play a lot was uh, Quake 3. And if you take out stats and you take out that kind of one-on-one feel, like... See, but stats are there. For you? What do you mean? I, I like when I... I don't know, the same reason, like, in Hearthstone, uh, when someone's going to win a match and they have a way that they're going to totally just nail it and uh, and they do what's called BM, bad manners, um, and they just they show you all the stuff that they had to kill you and they spam emotes and they essentially just, they shit-talk you and... Because <laughs> there's, no, there's no chat or anything in Hearthstone. Yeah, but what did you mean by this... Have you even looked at the stat card that you have in Overwatch? You haven't. It, from what I heard, though, at the end of the match, the only stats that you can see are your own. No. No, that's absolutely true. No. You uh, Basically, it picks four different people's accomplishments. No, no, he's talking about, like, damage done, kills. You can only see your own. You can see the top performers. Right. But you will never see, like, the bottom performers. That, that's the issue with if you were going to put like a solo queue into a ranked mode, they're not showing you stats, so you don't actually know who's underperforming. Uh, I mean, it's their idea to remove toxicity, but it, it, at the end of the day, if you're in the game, you know exactly who's underperforming because it's the guy who's sitting in the corner, not on the point, so it doesn't make a difference if you see stats or not. It has not mattered one bit. I've been able to see enough of my stats... When I went on a nine kill streak and got twenty four kills in a match, I certainly got to see it. But again, when I had a shitty match, it was just like oh, I don't care what's up there. Just like I do with Call of Duty, you know. It, it I don't know. I don't have. A, I think you should give it. Now, how how much have you really played it, Tyler? Ten minutes? No, I, I played. I'm for overestimating, like, right? I played for like four <laughs> hours, and that was about it. Okay, what'd you play on PC? PC with Toma? No, I played alone. Uh, because it was during open beta, and oddly, no one else was on. And that was your beef with the game? Was the stats? No, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't necessarily have a lot of beef with it. I do want to eventually pick it up, and I know that Derek plays it and Toma plays it, 
um, most of the guys in the Colorado Springs Hearthstone group and half the people who showed up to our fireside, um, they all play it. So it's not going to be hard for me to jump into a group of six um, and, and just throw down. Um, so I'll pick it up and and I'll, I'll maybe re-review it. But like I said, my biggest beef was even in open beta and four hours, I mean, I've played every game mode and I've played... Well, there's only three. Exactly my point. And I've played most of the maps and I've played all the characters. So am I going to be playing any more anytime soon? See, I have not played all the characters yet. Only because I found three or four that I really like. Now, I found a couple that I don't. But the, the couple I, I do play with, and I play with D.Va, and I play with Reaper, and I play with, who's the dude with the hammer? Reinhardt. And Reinhardt. Those are my three mains right now. That's cool, because you have a tank, a DPS, and a healer, so you've got kind of every every range. That's pretty dope. You can fill what, whatever you I don't need. have a healer. I didn't name a healer. Tyler is officially smoking crack. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I was thinking Mercy when you said D.Va. Uh, that's the second tank. Mercy's the only support character I have played with, though, and she's awesome. Yeah. I, I think, honestly, it's hard to argue how good the game is because it it is a mechanically great game. Um, my biggest issue with the, the game right now is these crazy critic reviews where... <laughs> We're getting these perfect scores from multiple different sources when we we know full well if this game was made by any other publisher, they would not get those scores. So do you think it's uh, strictly preferential treatment because of who Blizzard is? Yeah, I, I think there is a legion of fanboys reviewing this game currently. I, I think that's the issue. I think that's going to be the same thing coming... Um, I just saw today that they publish reviews for the uh, for critics for the Warcraft movie, and they're they're not good, they're bad. But I know, like Derek said, there's going to be a legion of Blizzard fanboys and Warcraft fanboys who are going to go in and just love the movie. And and honestly, I can't blame them. I'm I'm one of them. I'm stoked for the Warcraft movie. I think it looks great. I could fucking care less. I think it looks terrible. <laughs> I think it looks terrible, but I will see the movie. I I will not. Maybe at home, late one night, if I don't have to pay for it, I'll watch the World of Warcraft movie. Is it called World of Warcraft? It's just called Warcraft. Okay. Uh, Because, I mean, they had the whole Warcraft, you know, and Warcraft 2 and Warcraft 3, and so all the lore has been there as Warcraft. Um, it was just brought into an MMO as well. I'm going to call it right now that there's a Leroy Jenkins joke in the movie. I'm just that's how Hollywood fucking works. I don't think there will be, um, and and I'll I'll bet your movie ticket on it. Do I have to see it? Yep. No, but it's not worth it. Oh, oh come on, we'll we'll buy you your ticket. We'll just grab a six pack before it, and it might be bearable. I think it's going to be dope. I think y'all are underestimating it. I think you're insane. When does it come out? Next month? Yeah, I think next month. I don't know the exact date. I haven't... I mean, I haven't followed it too much. I, When movies come out, you'll tell me and we'll go see them. Absolutely. Are you going to see X-Men this weekend? I think I'm going Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I'll go... Um, I'll go with you, and I think I think that's one that, like, even Titus might enjoy. Eh. <laughs> He's seen some more serious movies. I'm trying to think of the, the most recent one that I brought him to... He really enjoyed, um, he even brought up the name of it. He really enjoyed Ratchet and Clank. 
I did too, but that I think that movie lost $10 million. And I could tell that Saturday morning when we were there with, what, nine other families of kids? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, this opening weekend? Yeah, it didn't, it didn't do well. And I had a couple criticisms of it. I thought it was a little too plot-heavy and not enough comedy-heavy. I expect Ratchet & Clank to be funny. And the video game that tied in with the movie is fucking amazing. I think you have to have... Even though it's it's a story and it it stands on its own, I, and I think it was good, and I agree it should have been way funnier, but they had some really, really funny points. But I think altogether... Um, For the voice actors in that cast, it was a little under undercooked. It could have been a little bit better. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I definitely think... Uh, I think Titus really enjoyed it, and I hope Jake enjoyed it. Jake liked it. Cool. Well, that's good. Uh, but in that sense, um, I don't. Maybe if he doesn't see it, maybe he'll he'll hang out with my parents for the duration of the movie. But um, I, I think I'll take it. I think I, I think I'll take him to X Men. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, just that, not with me. Fuck you. <laughs> we'll see how he does. You know, if anything, I'll just I'll uh, I'll walk out and I'll watch it again. I'm looking forward to seeing it, even though I'm not hearing good things about that either. I do highly recommend, like, if you guys want my thumbs up or thumbs down, thumbs up on Overwatch. Pick it up. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a shooter. That's that's one thing. But it's more strategy-based. I think there's a lot of variety to the modes. I think it's, much like Destiny was, it's a solidly sound shooter. The mechanics are there. The mechanics work. The characters are fun to play with. I, I'm digging Overwatch. Yeah, absolutely don't let our, our salt affect your judgment. Like, even salt... With with my salt, I would still say the game's easily like an eight point five out of ten. The gameplay is just super duper solid, but at this point in time, I just expect a lot more from Blizzard. So, and that's fair, but you expect a lot more because of all that they've given you. Absolutely. So far. Yeah, I mean, all their content and all of their games has just been insane. So, and maybe it's the style of the game. To be fair, um, if you think about. Uh, any other MOBA, League of Legends has one map. Uh, now it's gone up to a couple game modes, but I mean, it started with. To, to be fair, League of Legends is, isn't comparable because you can play that entire game for free, absolutely free. Yeah, but do you? I mean, you do. I, I've never spent a dime on it, and I own every character because I love the game. But I mean, yeah, I I, I mean, I know I'm in the or the the minority on this, but. Can you not play Hearthstone for free? You absolutely can also. Yeah, Hearthstone's one you can for free. And and again, that's that's another point that's really good because, I, yeah, they have different like tile sets, different boards where you play the game, but it's, it's nine characters and a huge variation of cards, to be fair. They have, uh, gosh, hundreds of cards. See, I was talking to a um, nobody in the tournament. I was talking to someone else that was watching you guys play, and... I was very inviting to him, like, why don't you come out and play? Why don't you sit down and play with Connor? Why don't you do this? You know, like, come play with us. Join us. And I don't I don't own these decks. I don't have it. I was like, I didn't think this cost any money. And he was like, oh, it does. And I was like, I didn't think it did. So where where am I wrong? Like, you have to understand that, that Hearthstone is actually playable free. Like, I played it free. I mean, I'm sitting on, like, six decks right now. You, you have to understand, I used to be... Uh, a pro versus player where it was expensive as hell to play the game like 
actual physical card games if you want to stay relevant. You're when talk- you say pro, you were getting paid, so you're getting the cards for free, right? To an extent, like, I, I mean, I would buy the cards with winning, so yes, I wasn't paying anything for it, but if you're not a professional player actually having to buy the cards, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars in expansion, whereas Hearthstone, you're talking about, like, if you want every card in the expansion, you're paying, what, $100 maybe, but that's not what you're actually going to be paying because you don't need all the cards in the expansion, if you're only playing a deck for a ladder, I mean, you can play absolutely free if you want all the decks and you haven't played for a long period of time. Yeah, you'll have to put in some money, but I mean, if you're just laddering up, collecting the decks, playing Arena, you can absolutely play the entire game for free. And see, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and here's the deal, too. They released a new game format standard, which is it's kind of cool. It tries to keep it fresh. Um, they started out with uh, the basic sets... And then they released uh, Gnomes uh, vs. Goblins, and then the Argent Tournament, or the Grand Tournament, and uh, and our newest one, uh, Whispers of the Old Gods. And what Standard does is it takes Gnomes and Goblins, and it takes it out of the, the f- new format. Um, and when that happens, they're going to rotate the oldest set out and only keep the two newest and the classic set, and that's going to be what's called Standard Format. And what I did is I just dusted, which means I disenchanted all of my cards from Gnomes versus Goblins, because I'm never going to play anything but Standard anyways. And I got 17,000 dust, which was enough to make me any card I needed from the new set. So I maybe spent 50 bucks on the new expansion, and I have almost every card in it. I think that's also the best part about their new formats, is they're keeping classic in it so generally every deck that you build like half the cards you're already going to have because you already had them from classic set dude you have to drop your fucking cable <laughs> jesus crackling rosie over there <laughs> stop yeah. touching it stop touching it I, I know it's hard Derek. not touching okay but you were you'll hear what i'm talking about when you listen to this you're gonna be like who the fuck is that guy making all the noise oh that's fucking me it's generally me yeah so when you say you play standard, I heard this talked about at the tournament. What does that mean? That means basically anybody can play? No, so, so that's what I was talking about. Um, like, uh, There's four sets in the game right now, and they have, they have two formats. They have one called Wild, and they have one called Standard. Um, Wild is where uh, every expansion and every what's called an adventure, uh, they're going to keep all the cards playable in Wild, every single card that's ever come out. And it's going to get... It's gonna get wild. I mean, it's it's gonna get ridiculous. You're gonna have uh, you're gonna have so many expansions and so many cards. And to be fair, some of the cards are sometimes a little overpowered. They're kind of what's called staples. Like um, the main one from Gnomes versus Goblins is Doctor Boom, and he's a seven drop card. Um, you drop him on turn seven, and he summons up two additional creatures, and it's just absurd. But in standard, they're only keeping the two newest sets and the basic set. So uh, when next year the newest expansion releases, uh, the Grand Tournament won't be playable in standard format. So we'll have all new cards that are playable. For anyone who plays Magic, it's basically you play the last block with whatever, I I guess you would consider it alpha, but essentially it's just the, the same format that Magic uses with the first set. That's 
pretty cool, I guess. It kind of switches up the, not the rules of the game, but I guess it switches up your strategy, correct? Yeah, you have to you have to keep making new decks and new strategies just based on the fact that you can't use some of the cards. Like the benefit of using formats like this is basically the meta is just always fresh because you're only going to be playing the same types of decks for max one year. Well, I mean, really, max six months because they're going to release a new adventure in in six months, and we're going to get a whole you know subset of cards again. So, Derek, you are a professional or were a professional player, and you got beaten the first round by Toma last night. Let's talk a little bit about that. Toma, who came in, let's be honest, Toma, our official streamer, is an amazing gamer, but he came in with zero confidence. As soon as he drew your name, I could see the look of disappointment on his face. Toma was like, oh, well, let's get this loss over. He literally said He literally said those exact words, and I fully expected, based on the amount of shit-talking that went down in my kitchen the day before, that you were going to mop the floor with him. That was not the case. What happened? Uh, Okay, for for anyone who's actually a Hearthstone player out there who's ever played Reno Luck, I, I was playing against Toma's priest deck, and... For anyone who knows, it's not the greatest matchup, but your win condition in Reno Lock is usually the Leroy combo for 20 damage. And Toma was under 20 damage for an entire game. Unfortunately, my Emperor Thorazin was the last card in my deck. So when I drew it, the game was already over because he had already healed back to 30. So, uh, yeah, it just wasn't a great day. <laughs> Now, on the way home, Brad was bitching up and down about Priest. So tell me, is the Priest the cheapest deck in the game? Nah, he was bitching about Shaman. Oh, sorry, it was Shaman. I I apologize. Honest to God, uh, Tomo was playing Priest, and it it was... He played it really well. Priest is actually the worst deck in the game right now. So you gotta give props to to Tomo for getting up into top two with it. Uh... Brad was complaining about Shaman, and honestly, Shaman is is really strong right now. It's a, it's really draw dependent, but Shaman, Warlock, Warrior are pretty much bread and butter for every player in the pro scene right now. So the the reason he complains about Shaman so much is because if you get a good draw with Shaman, there's just no beating it. I think the only deck actually in a lot of the pro series right now that's had one hundred percent like uh 100% um show up is Miracle Rogue. Miracle Rogue also fantastic deck. Um it's one of those decks that I I think you and Tomo were both playing it at the fireside but it's it's really hard to bring into a tournament that you don't know the meta in just cuz it has a lot of bad matchups. It's like an auto loss to to most warrior controls but I I think the only bad matchups are really um Agro Shaman and and most variations of Warrior, but otherwise, uh, I've never had an issue. So I feel like it's a very strong deck, and I, I think Toma and I were the only ones playing Miracle Rogue. The uh, from what I played, yeah, definitely. I mean, Miracle Rogue is is stupid good, and <laughs> obviously it was the right choice to bring it since both you and Toma did so great with it. But it's one of those decks where I just I can't bring it if I don't know what the meta is. It's hard to play too. There's a man I played against Matt, and I made such a misplay. I forget how he got it out. I think it was Yogg-Saron, and he got a uh, a secret. And I was playing, and I had a fourteen fourteen Edwin on the board, and I had um, 
I had a, a an SI7 agent, so a 3-3, and I had a Blood Mage Thalnos, and I'm just getting ready to just wreck his face. And I'm like, that. there's no way that secret is vaporized, so I'm just going to BM 14-14 to face, gets vaporized. Yeah. But but at least you didn't play the equality before while Pyromancer. I'm sorry, Dexter. I actually met both of those guys, and they were both super nice. Yeah, I think they uh, they had a lot of fun. They, I mean, I was talking to Dexter earlier today, and he's like, "God damn it, dude!" <laughs> and I was like, "It's all right, dude." This- it's one of those mistakes we all make on ladder. <laughs> Sometimes under the pressure, you kind of just do it. Yeah, I saw a lot of people misplaying, and everyone would immediately recognize it too. We'd be, like me, right when I attacked with fourteen fourteen, I was like, "Oh, that's fake prize." I was like, "I should have thought about it." And when he hit equality, I just looked over, and the look of disappointment on his face was just extreme. I was you like, always know it instantly. <laughs> yep, you're like, "Fuck." I'm glad you guys had fun playing, and I hope, just like I said last night, I hope next time somebody beats your ass, Tyler, <laughs> like a fucking drum. That's what you said the whole night. Every victory, you're like, Tyler, did you fucking lose? No. No, I didn't, is the answer. The guy um, standing next to me, and I cannot remember his name, told me, he was at one point, he was like, you have to stop cheering for people. He's like, because every person you root for is losing. And I was like, yeah, because they're playing Tyler, but I'm not going to, I can't. That, that's unfair, Tyler. because you, you helped Toma to victory. Um, yeah, you know what? Based on the amount of shit talking, of course I was cheering for Toma. I'm always going to go for the underdog. And, dude, I thought for sure you were going to win based on the amount of, 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 of sass and trash coming out of your mouth. <laughs> the worst part is the reason I lost is because I told him to play Hunter and it destroyed me. It wrecked you, man. Like, And Hunter's a strong deck. I was he had absolutely no clue what to play. And I told him just build Hunter because it was too easy not to play. No, I'm 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 glad uh, I'm glad everybody seemed to have a good time, even if it's only thirteen, fourteen people that turn up every time, and that's just kind of the community we have. I'll be pretty satisfied with that because everyone was really nice. Uh, I look forward to drinking more beer with everybody. I am going to live stream the next one. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I am going to figure out a way to uh, to live stream it while I'm hosting it. Yeah, Doug already said he's uh, he's he's got a way to set that up. So it'll be you and I think Tanner will be live streaming it, commentating on it, um, and it'll be really cool because then anyone... So I'm, I'm trading you for Tanner? You get to go game and, and Tanner's going to be my new TRG? No, I mean, just just during the firesides, come on. <laughs> no, no I, 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 you know what I meant. And I can... Tanner's got some big shoes to fill if he's going to sit there and, I mean, you and I have done 50-plus episodes. You'd have to say we might have developed a little bit of chemistry by now. So I look forward to though. I had a good conversation with Tanner, and him and I both agreed that we're both kind of shy people when there's not a microphone or a beer in our hand. Um, but I, I look forward to it. And you know what? Tanner doesn't have to be the only one that joins me. I'm sure Nikki will come live cast with the two of us one time because Tanner's going to want to play too. Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say is you always see – at a lot of the uh, the competitive tournaments, you always see a lot of pro players. You see uh, Savage and um, and some of these other people. Swishface, <laughs> not Swishface, uh, but you see a lot of these. Is, people. is that a real thing? Yeah, he's a real competitive player. Really, <laughs> dude, you better get is up he on a your Euro player. Is that you better what it get is? up on your Hearthstone New Zealand bracket, was, bro. Yeah, he's he's all right. He's pretty good. Um, 
He's. I think he's. To be fair, most of the really popular streamers are actually terrible at Hearthstone. Most of the popular streamers of any video game aren't very good at what they're playing. I've noticed. It's funny because most of the Hearthstone streamers are absolutely savagely good at other games, but for some reason they just started playing Hearthstone and got this mad following. Like Crip was a great Diablo player, Hafu great WoW player. I they just all suddenly started playing Hearthstone because that's where the money was at, and they stayed. Yeah, and I mean, just like Amaz, I mean, Amaz finally hit legend. I think yesterday. <laughs> Dude, Amaz is a great streamer. I don't care how bad he is; he's really good. He's so funny. I wanna, I wanna see one day if we can ever lock down Amaz to come on the stream. He's he's hilarious. You would enjoy Americ. Well, then get on it, dude. Yeah. I, I'll try. Um, I don't you can sit here and talk about getting him, or you can go out and try to get him. Like, you have some of our, our guests coming up, so. All right. Yeah, I'll work on that for sure. I want to get Swish Face. That's my goal. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to do that, but I'll work on I that. I just want to ask him what color hair dye he uses on that, that beautiful set of locks he has. So, is it, now I'm really confused about who this is, and I want to uh, figure this out. A- aqua Lavender Blue. <laughs> It is kind of aqua, lavender, blue. But uh, no, where this all comes from, Derek, is Tyler took off last Saturday. I was here playing Uncharted, and he left the tournament on. So every time I went down to get water or something to eat, I'd watch like five minutes of it. And of course, to taunt him, I'd start texting him stuff like, dude, he just played a Dark Forces Shaman card plus two. I know that's not a real thing, but stuff like that. Just harassing him. I'd just listen to the commentators and then basically type into my phone exactly what the commentator said. And he was like, how do you know all this stuff, dude? Like, you're, you're totally throwing me off here. Like, are you really watching this? Are you getting into it? And I was like, dude, I have Uncharted 4. What the fuck do you think? Like, uh, no, I'm not playing Hearthstone right apparently now. Apparently, I didn't watch enough of European prelims. It no. was Australia, wasn't it? Australia New Zealand? Yeah. But, I mean, he was quick on it, which is why I was like, are you sitting down on the couch just watching prelims? And I'm at like, one point, seriously? I was sitting down eating some hot wings, and it was on, and I already started eating. So I was like, you know what? These... My friends love this game. I'm going to give this a chance. And I still don't understand what the hell is going on. I'm going to have to download it and actually try to play it, but I don't even know if I want to at this point. It's one of those games where, like, if you have played a competitive card game ever in your life, you'll instantly pick it up. I haven't, though. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to be hard about it for you. But what's really cool about Hearthstone is... I even watched you and Stefan play Magic the Gathering one night. I wrecked that kid. And could not understand what was going on. I just, I don't, it's the old dog, new tricks. I just don't think, I never learned that style of game. I don't think I, I think I could learn it. I mean, I think you can learn anything. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. (laughs) Ah, When he gets back, he's getting reamed. Harass that kid. But I, I think I could learn it. I just don't think I enjoy that style of game as much as you and the people that came out to the fireside did. But that doesn't impede me from enjoying the community. And I got to talk to people about a lot of different games in conversation throughout the night. So I wasn't bored. I got to... Everyone there played something else. Yeah. And and I mean, you're right. that We were kind of the nicest group of nerds. It was almost like... A Denver Comic Con style situation. I was the asshole, which is what I was used to. So I, I filled that role perfectly. I think at one point I was like, "You need to quit talking to people that you don't know because you're, you know, you've had a you've had a couple beers." 
hey man, next time you get up and the door slams into the thing, good God, dude, did you just come here tonight to make fucking noise and doesn't have to do anything with the podcast? That's my main job. Uh, you're, you're doing it well, sir. If, if, Thank if you. It, this was your job, maybe you'd be making some money. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, come on. My, that my soul bad. hurts. I hope it does. Um, let's. Hey, at least I made it here, unlike Toma. Uh, that is true. And, and Toma, I know you're probably going to listen to this, and dude, you have been not begging me, but every time you see me, you ask me when you can come on BitFace. Well, tonight was that night, buddy, and you bailed on all of us. I just want to put that to record. Before, Derek, can you give me no spoilers? Let's talk a little bit about Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4 is my probably my second favorite Uncharted. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I am the biggest Naughty Dog fan in the world. And I'm going to assume 2 is your favorite, correct? Absolutely. Okay. I got the Me lanyard too. to prove it. No, it's my it's my favorite. Up to this point, I don't know yet. You finished 4, I have not. So is 2 still your favorite? 2 is absolutely still my favorite. It's it's hard to, to get past just how game-breaking 2 was at the time it was released. Um, like... Uncharted 2, absolutely the best game of last generation, bar none for me. Um, wow. But do you have a different opinion on that? Bioshock would probably be my pick. I, I love Bioshock. It just didn't hit me like Uncharted 2 Uncharted did. might be second, though. Second or third. We, we need to really sit down and, like, off-air, we'll hash a list out about last gen and we'll talk about we'll, it. We'll make a list podcast one day, guys. You'll just have to wait. No, we've done a... The two podcasts Tyler and I have done with lists have been awesome. We just don't want to we don't want to mine that material too much. But when we did underrated games, we did a list, and we did uh, Bunny Blue and Tracy Lacerda. We had a list in front of us. And Tyler, please please tell me underrated games. Gotcha Force was somewhere on that list. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it it most certainly was. Absolutely. Uh, was we, that yours or Thomas? It was. It was mine, but I think Toma agreed with it. Um, We've done a lot of other lists too. I, th- I think we did. Uh, we did games of the year twice. Games of the year twice, and we plan on doing it again. Maybe we'll do. I'll tell you right now with my number one of. <laughs> we already know. I hope it's Uncharted. It's absolute. Now I can't make that decision fairly. It's only May. It's only May. I've looked at the list of games coming out this year, and nothing I've seen <laughs> makes me believe that Uncharted is going to be knocked. From its perch, you know, I thought Mighty Number no. Nine was going to be epic, but I figured we could bring this up real quick. Let's talk about that goddamn trailer. Derek, do you want to take this one? Okay, so first of all, guys, KG and Athuna is a is a god. He makes great games. Whoever they hired to make that trailer is an absolute moron. Well, it's obviously an American. Yeah, I I mean I. I'm still excited for Mighty Number no. Nine. I think it'll be a great game. That trailer was one of the biggest travesties I've seen in years, though. I I just didn't understand the trailer. The entire concept of the trailer was bad. the The guy making all of the narrative was bad. I I just hope to God that they put more effort into the game than that trailer. Do you like totally awesome things that are awesome? Because I, I want to be the 12-year-old version of freaking Borderlands. Yeah. 
Yeah, do you want to slide and double slide? And do you know if you do combos, it gets you more points? I think at one point he actually says that, and I was like, really, you're really spoon-feeding us this, man. <laughs> no, I'm glad that the game's coming out. I still think, trailer aside, there's been plenty of shitty trailers for things that have ended up with great product, and I hope this is the case. I don't see, and I, I think we've talked about this before, how the fuck it took so goddamn long to get a, basically a Mega Man clone out. I think that was one of my biggest issues is because all the stuff we were seeing on Kickstarter was this absolutely beautiful Mega Man clone with this hand-drawn art style that just looked absurdly good. And then in this trailer, we've got this generic... It looks very Mega Man X. And I mean, I, I love the art, art style. Mega it's Man. great, but I mean... But it's they like, changed it, kind of. It's like pastel-colored and like semi-cell-shaded... And it doesn't look near as cool as the hand-drawn art that Derek was talking about. I absolutely agree with that. Me too. You can ask uh, you can ask Eric or, or probably anyone who's listened to BitFaced. I know I have tried to hype this game because I have been stoked about it since that Kickstarter started. And... Um, Dude, I don't. I just don't know. Like, I know I'll pick it up. Obviously, it's it's going to be twenty bucks. It's going to be worth playing. I already have it pre-ordered. Yeah, I've got a lot of friends that are like fifty dollars in on the Kickstarter. They're full on the hype mobile, but I just. What did you get for giving them fifty bucks in the Kickstarter? I mean, I hope the game. Minimally, it's like game and T-shirt. I want to say. Nah, that's that's fair. That's worth it. I mean, I would. You got to think a T-shirt. If you were to order it, plus shipping is is normally at least twenty bucks. I would say so. I I pay minimally twenty to get a shirt, the kind of shit I wear here. I mean, I don't know what the final value on that Kickstarter came out to, but I have to assume it was over like one two million dollars. Oh yeah. I just hope the game comes out as a a, a good AAA product. But yeah. I mean, what I ended up seeing why it kept getting delayed was bugs that they had found right before release and i don't know what that means obviously i do software testing i understand bugs but come on (laughs) you've had to have been doing testing that whole time the game the original release date was september 15th last year correct i think they had one before that i think they had one before that i think they had like june of 2015 and now we're finally getting it in june of 2016 yeah because they pushed it they pushed it to september and then they pushed it to q1 2016 and then they pushed it to june and now it's june 21st is the date and that's even the date after this new trailer that just came out so supposedly we'll be getting that very soon i I just really don't get the delays i mean we're talking about a 2d side scroller made by KG Inafuna. I mean, I, I don't know. He, he knows the code. I don't understand. He invented the code. I mean, I, I don't get it either. Right, I mean, there, there must have been some bug where you, like, slide through the fucking ground and die every 20 seconds or something to be that game delaying. <laughs> to be fair, at this point, we, we get those games released. They're just called Assassin's Creed right now. And actually, uh, we're not getting one this year. I'm kind of impressed. For the first time, they're laying off. They said they, they want to do something different with the series. And I think, honestly, what they really want to do is release the next game the same time the new movie comes out. 
to, to be fair, Ubisoft really needs some good PR after the the division because it was just a PR nightmare. It still is supposedly a patch dropped Tuesday or Monday that's broken some more stuff on the game. I can't believe I spent money on the division. Like I played it in beta and I was just bored out of my mind because the the game world was so empty that I couldn't deal with it. But when I after it released I'm hearing all these weird bugs where you like make backpacks and it makes the game unplayable and it takes them a week to patch it. That's absurd. People's level 30 characters getting deleted. I mean, you're talking and I know it's not technically work, but hours and hours. I mean, that's at least 20 hours of play I would imagine to get to max level. Oh yeah. Game-breaking bugs like that are what really turned me off of uh, Ubisoft's had a lot of... Speaking of a company that... I mean, they don't have, like, an EA bad reputation, but they're kind of they're kind of skating down that ice. I agree, but uh, what was the most recent Assassin's Creed to come out? <laughs> Syndicate? I don't think anyone played it, but it was called Syndicate. Was it, it was the one in London? Yeah. W- w- when did Rogue come out? Assassin's Creed Rogue. I don't even know what that is. That was the PS3 360 game only that came out next to Unity. Year two Unity years ago. was the last game then, right? No, Unity and wait, what, what did you just call it, Tyler? Rogue. Rogue. Rogue came out the exact same day. One was for PS4, Xbox One. The other was for PS3, 360. Okay, I was just curious because uh, Humble Bundle is running an Ubisoft deal right now, and they had Assassin's Creed Rogue, and I was like. I don't think I've ever even seen this. Why is it? Nobody played it because they released it on an old console as the new version was coming out. It was an insane idea. I don't know what they were thinking. I think that they were thinking that there's still a lot of PS3s and 360s in people's homes. The facts, the fans, the but series. But I, I mean, gone. think about how much better quality you could get if you just made the same game and then put it on all four of the consoles. It's ridiculous. I didn't. I checked out after Assassin's Creed 2. I came back for 4, which I thought was amazing, only because I like sea chanties. Exactly. (laughs) If you ask anyone, Assassin's Creed Black Flag was a great game because I had a boat. Because I could sail around and sing, bro. Like, yeah. hands away. Uh, That's what made the game for me. I wish it would have been not Assassin's Creed. I wish it would have just been a pure pirate game like i think we're getting who's making that rare rare the game that rares come dark sales black sales it's no that's a tv show no it's uh i can't for the life of me remember what they were you know what we're talking game. about though. absolutely the it looks e- great three game from last year it's yes. a, a pirate mmo i want to say it says something about treasure or something i don't know anyway yet again this week we need the internet but uh it looks amazing, and I'm, I'm glad to see Rare making a game. I just want Rare to make another good game. Rare has so many absolutely absurd games under their belt, but for some reason, Microsoft, for the last like five years, has just had them making crap for some reason. Yeah, and we needed good-looking avatars, all right? Whoa, whoa. They were making a lot of Kinect games that were absolute That's, garbage. I, just, they, they, I can't name one game on the Connect that I would honestly, even drunk tonight, go back and play with you guys. We should play that one. Uh, ooh, what, what's the name of that, that game that I can't even think of right now? Um, Lionhead Studios made it. Fable. Fable. What's that one that they made for the Connect? Fable Legends? Yeah, where you like drive around in a caravan and stuff. Yeah, I know. What you, was it Fable Legends? I think it was Legends, for sure. That sounds right. What is their new one? That just got canceled. Called, 
I, I couldn't believe I heard that they canceled the Fable game, first of all. Didn't they, they, they closed close? Lionhead Studios. Yeah, Lionhead closed, what, six months ago? Yeah, uh, No, it was like two months ago. Maybe one month ago. Lionhead's, uh, yeah, but Lionhead's they were, done. They Peter were Molyneux. just making the Fable, but I mean... Like, that was one of their series, so I, I don't know how bad that game must have looked for them to just shutter the studio. I really think, though, and I've never played Fable 1, but I've heard that the series went down. Well, Fable quality. was a great game. Everything after it was a train wreck. This is absolutely true. And if you haven't played Fable 1, Eric, um, it's not long. If you want to at least get one playthrough through if you don't do a lot of the side missions and stuff, it's... It's the Call of Duty of RPGs. It, it's five hours, maybe, six hours. Call of Duty, to be fair, used to really be good. Yeah, and then everything after Call of Duty 3 hit. Well, I mean... I, it, I think the first Modern Warfare is where they peaked. That's my favorite. Isn't that how they're they're actually trying to sell their new Call of Duty game? Yes. But, dude, the remaster? I fucking love the remaster. They're selling you the remaster so that you'll actually buy their new game. Derek, you never finished Uncharted, I don't think. I don't even think you said anything about it, did you? I, I thought we were coming back to it. Tyler left oh. us on this tangent for Mighty Number no. Nine. It, no, it happens here in the Bit Cave. It's okay. We went we went down that path. I do want it without spoilers. You're not allowed to spoil anything for me because you know I haven't finished it yet. I'm I'm close, but okay. I just want to know what you thought. You're a big Uncharted fan. Like honestly, um, I think Uncharted Four is absolutely the most realistic game ever made. I've never played a game with characters that feel that real. Um, honestly, for, for the first, this is going to sound ridiculous. For the first time in a game, there was two characters kissing, where it actually looked like those two characters were kissing. Like the the characters are just so well developed, the graphics are so amazing that everything just comes together, and and you just have this beautiful story. Um, I mean, without spoilers, the entire plot of the game is absolutely fantastic. There's so many moments where you just like you're tearing up, which is not something you get from most games these days. Uh, this is the first time where all the gameplay feels just absolutely fleshed out for an Uncharted game. I mean, they've always been fun, but this is the first time where it doesn't feel like I'm just hiding behind a wall shooting. All, the stealth really works in this game. It's just absolutely the most fun I've had all year. Absolutely. Probably the best game I've played since Winter 3. The stealth is seamless with the gunplay. You can choose either to sneak through the areas, they make it conducive for that, or they make it a great place to have an incredible gun battle. The story is, now and I haven't finished it yet, the story is unbelievably good. And I talked about this last week, but a lot of the beats in the story are earned because of the first three games. You're not allowed to make uncharted 4 you could not get the level of emotion and you mentioned tearing up i've already cried twice and i'm not talking like full blubber and bawling but tears have welled up in my eyes during two separate scenes in the game and from what i've heard i probably have a third a third cry fest coming based on what my buddy told me again no spoilers either but a game that can make me tear up twice and now, if I had gone to Uncharted 4 never playing the first three, I'm not going to say completely different experience, 
But the fact that it takes the history of the series and makes it an integral part of the story. And I will go a little spoiler here since you've played it and Tyler since you've seen it. Chapter 4, when you get to... When you open in Drake's attic and the chapter is called A Normal Life. And Drake has a normal house. Very similar to this one, kind of, almost. I mean, we don't have an awesome attic with a bunch of treasures in it, but it's a, Drake does not have a mansion like Lara Croft does. Drake has a, a, a normal house. We may need to fix that. I, I think there's some treasure hunting in order, dog. I think we need to, we need to go get your, your mom's journal back, right? <laughs> but the game is beautiful. And to go back to something I said earlier... Something is going to have to come out this year that completely blows my doors off. If not Uncharted, hands down, is the best game of 2016. And I mean, I know you've said that it's not going to compare for you, but I cannot wait for Mirror's Edge. And I know... We get it next week, right? On the second... Is it actually that close? Well, on this... Well, we get it on EA Pass for 10 hours. So we're going to get to play it. On the second, which is a week before it comes out, so it's got to be the ninth or something... Um, we get it for, yeah, 10 hours. And I'm going to steal Eric's Xbox for 10 hours, and he's not even going to get to play it. <laughs> as long as the Xbox stays in my room, I do not care. No, it'll stay in your room. Uh, but the deal but is... you can help yourself to my 10 hours of Mirror's Edge. It's the least I can do for you, friend. Sweet. All, all I remember is back when we were like 20, and Tyler had his stupid messenger bag from Mirror's Edge. I still have that. It's in my closet. Oh, my God. I think he had that on the other day. I wear it still. I like it. I Dude, I bought... I didn't buy that game going into it thinking I was going to like the game. I actually bought that game for the messenger bag. 100%. I pre-ordered it. I was like, that's a dope messenger bag. I want that. And I, did, I didn't even play the game when it first came out. I didn't even pick it up. I picked up my messenger bag. What can you tell me about... Um, is it Catalyst? What is yeah. it called? Mirror's Edge Catalyst. What can you tell me about it? Because I have not... I've seen the video, and it looks very similar to the first game, with way better graphics, obviously. What What's the deal? I don't remember how faith's story ended in the first mirror's edge and we haven't had a sequel correct no we haven't we haven't had anything on that property since the original game right there's yeah all there was after the game was released was uh i think three or four time trial maps which were really cool um the i don't know where the story is going to continue um and honestly, I haven't seen a lot on it either, and I think that's what makes me really excited for it. I've seen 10 seconds of gameplay uh, with Faith running over a building and jumping onto something and looking out over the city of Mirror, and uh, and that's it. Or the city of Glass, and that's it. And uh, man, my heart just fucking raced um, seeing that whole city, and I think they're going to make it a lot more open. Um and that free running feeling and that soundtrack and everything about it like if they kept it very close to the original mirror's edge but improved the graphics it'll probably be my game of the year and i haven't even played it okay since we we don't have tomi here to talk about final fantasy for 15 for 20 minutes we got uh e3 coming up in two and a half weeks is there any games you guys are really looking forward to it's hard to say before I see E3. I feel like I'm a little out of the loop as far as what's going to get announced. If you wanted to uh, put a gun to my head, 
Red Dead Redemption 2 or whatever they're going to call it. Absolute. That's that's it. That's what I want it. I Rockstar better come out and announce something. And I I think it's going to be Red Dead. If not, god give me a sequel to Bully. Well, Either way, I'm happy. I know Red Dead they leaked something on Red Dead 2. So hopefully I saw that the map leaked. Yeah. Now but there's a lot of bullshit that goes on today, so I don't know what to believe sometimes. Now, a lot of stuff I read ends up being true. A lot of shit I read ends up being a bunch of fucking crap. So, I hope it's Red Dead. And honestly, after GTA, that's the game Rockstar has to go back to. And Rockstar is my blizzard. That's the company that I feel. Now, they fucked up on Grand Theft with the online that doesn't take away the fact that that was my favorite game that year. A lot of people will argue that Rockstar has made bad games. The ping pong title comes to mind. We don't talk about that game. I, I tried it. I gave him a chance. But I will tell you guys, and you brought up past-gen consoles. God, it's going to be hard for me not to pick um, not to pick Red Dead to put it with Bioshock and Uncharted 2. That 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 has to be up there. That has to be on that top five of the last gen. Yeah, Red Dead just absurdly good. I can't wait for that announcement for Red Dead too. So Grand Theft that, Auto. Did you see that that crazy sales number they've got right now? Supposedly they've sold more copies than like the entire Call of Duty. That that's insane to me. That's what happens when you take six years to work on a game and you don't release six games in the same time. Absolutely. Frame. Well, I mean, speaking of that, there's a game that's been, I think, what, 10 years in the making now that we saw a clip of at the last E3, and I wasn't super impressed, but honestly, I've heard a lot of new stuff about it, and I think... (laughs) That that tech demo was ridiculously stupid, but we're still all excited. We're talking about Last Guardian, and um, I, I think it'll be great. We already have talked about the fact that I was not impressed one... I, I thought that entire demo was absolutely stupid as hell, but I Team Ico cannot make a bad game. I They cannot do it. I'm not saying the game is going to be bad. What they showed me was, was a little kid was absolutely running, worthless. A little kid running and saying, come here, come here, come here. 70,000 times. It was like listening was to awful. Navi over and over again. Hey, listen. And... Uh, and that is my text tone, and Derek's text tone, and Thomas' text tone. So, why don't you guys? I mean, I know you guys are all really good friends, but get a little fucking originality. Jesus Christ, you guys all have the same text tone. We circle jerk to our own text tone. I bet you guys play. We're like Zelda hipsters too. I know you all are. Yeah. So E three, what what are you stoked about? I, I took the big one. Oh, you know what? Also, I mean, I'd really like to see where they are on the separate but whole. <laughs> I, I really like this. honest honest to god i haven't beat sort of truth yet i really need stick to truth. or sorry stick of truth like you haven't finished it i'm like halfway for through anyone it. listening I just haven't found the time uh if you hear this episode immediately it's five bucks right now on the xbox one store i don't know i don't think it's on sale on sony but highly recommended it. it was my game of the year the first year we did bitface correct yeah. Yes, it was. That was the same year that uh, Child of Light came out, right? Yes. Which, which is would have been my game of the year, which is... I, 
Child of Light was such a great game. <laughs> Anyone who hasn't picked up that game, absolutely. But Stick of Truth, I don't absolutely know. absurdly good. Ch- Child of Light wasn't on either mine or Eric's list. That really? year? No, At I'm all, trying to yeah. think what was on there. It was Stick of Truth, Sunset Overdrive, Alien. Was that year, right? Iso- Isolation was a good game. I couldn't have put Sunset Overdrive on my list, though. Oh, That's probably I, where we differed. I loved it so much. It was Ratchet and Clank meets Tony Hawk. Meets Jet Grind Radio. <laughs> meets I, I just got attacked, boys. <laughs> Ryu just tried to... We're going to need to figure out another way to... Sure, you can. Uh, another way to decorate the cave here. We'll have to go back. We should probably put those lists down on paper or on a computer somewhere so that we can reference them. Because we've done two. Maybe you can come this year when we uh, when we close out 2016, even though you and I are both going to pick Uncharted as number one. So, Unless something crazy comes out of Team Ico and that game actually comes out this year. You think that game's launching this year? I, Be honest I seriously me. doubt it. I, I, think I project read, that game comes out in 2018 with Kingdom Hearts 3. I think I read at the... Uh, that they uh, that they're releasing it this year. Now that's not necessarily true, but it's definitely um, something I read. They're Fu- looking late 2016. Funny enough, that's not even the game that I'm looking most to this year. E3. There's a a new game coming out called uh, Neo. It's it's like this hybrid Ninja Gaiden Dark Souls game, and. It's from you. You sold me with yeah, Dark it, Souls game. It's and from an indie you sold developer, me on Ninja but, Gaiden, but so. I absolutely am super excited about this game. It's a slower version of Ninja Gaiden. It's more of this Dark Souls combat system, and I am just absolutely stoked about it. Anything you're excited about? I mean, I brought up Last Guardian, and I think that's, that's okay. That's yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to for E3. I don't, I don't know that I've. I've seen anything else. Are we going to get something as mind-blowing as that Minecraft VR demo that Microsoft busted out next year? Dude, I or wish that year? demo was actually anything like what we're actually going to see out of Microsoft. I thought the same thing, but it gave me a lot of hope, and you have to admit it was pretty cool. It's a sick demo, but I it, it's never going to happen is the unfortunate part. No, never is a long stretch, dude. We're maybe... Maybe five years from something way crazier than that. Come on. But, I mean, as far as as real games, I, I guess we're going to have to wait the two weeks to see it, but there's a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah, I mean... We'll do a, an E3 episode. We did one last year. We can even, potentially, since we're going to be getting the ability to do live stream stuff, uh, if you all want to tune in during E3 and talk with us, I can't promise it, but... Potentially, we'll live stream it and, and chat with y'all. Pretty sure we got the, the Sony conference that Monday night. I don't think we're going to be on for the, the Microsoft conference because I think they scheduled it at like 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, Microsoft's always during the day. In fact, I need to find out what day that is because I'll... It's uh, Monday the 14th, I want to say. So it's the week of Comic-Con. Yeah, so, what so, terrible scheduling E3. Wow, yeah. Because they care about Com- Denver Comic Con. It's very true, but yeah, that's going to be a very To be fair, Denver Comic Con is one of the larger Comic Cons. It's actually the third biggest convention. Third biggest con in America, believe it or not. After San Diego and New York. Is it San Diego or is it Chicago? It's, uh, 
It's definitely San Diego. It's obviously obvious. San Diego is number one. Yeah, and I don't remember what number two is. It's either Chicago or New York. I think it's Chicago. I think because we guessed New York, but it ended up being Chicago. Which New York would make more sense? I, I mean, if we beat either of those cities, we're killing it, boys. Well, I think the city we actually beat was Atlanta. Dragon Con's attendance has dropped, whereas Denver's attendance has gone up every year. I think that they're predicting more people this year than any other year that they've had. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we were over 110,000 people in attendance last year. That's that's really damn good. And we've talked about it on the cast before, but God, we had a blast. And uh, I'm going to be there all three days this year. I'm looking forward to not only I will get to meet Ralph Macchio, which I'm excited about, but I'm looking forward to hanging out. Like We actually have friends. I think we've talked about this too, but we have friends now in the community that I'm looking forward to seeing. Because let's be honest, that trivia challenge isn't happening before Denver Comic-Con. I know how busy NerdCubed is, and I know how busy we pretend to be. So, But we'll get to see them. We'll get to hang out with those guys. We'll get to see Geeks on Rogue. We'll get to hang out with those guys. We haven't... I mean, I, obviously, I, I get to see Chris sometimes, but I don't, I don't really get to see anybody else there. I'm excited to go out and have some drinks and talk geek are you heading up with us i assume i hope as long as work permits <laughs> <laughs> now that's the best joke i told all week i completely agree with you and you know what on that note uh do we have any go the, go for it i'm gonna wrap yeah i know you're about to and that's why i threw up my finger like whoa one second all i was gonna say is again we just had our fireside event it was fantastic thank you everyone who came out and if you didn't come out, definitely come out next. Uh, we're thinking the 9th right now, which is another Thursday. But we're looking to shift it to Saturdays so we can get more attendance. But um, other than that, man, uh, leave a Facebook comment. Uh, chat with us. Tell us what other events you want us to host. We want to bring you just joy, not only with our voices, obviously, on the cast here. But we want to talk to you face-to-face. And we want to do trivia. We want to do Hearthstone. <laughs> we fucking did it, Eric. We did it. We did it, and we have it recorded live. And we uh, and we want to do any other game you guys want to play. We want to do Overwatch. We want to do. We just want to hang out with y'all. So so let us know. If anybody out there wants to play some Miss Pac Man with me, win, lose, or or hopefully not draw, I would I would love to do it. And I know um, Tyler's the the social one. I'm not, but uh, I promise if you're at the Hearthstone tournament and you come up to me. I'd be happy to have a beer with you. You can chat me up about whatever you want. Because um, I had a blast. Everyone was so super nice. And I'm, I'm glad that you... Uh, this is, again, all the credit to Tyler. This is his baby. This is his brainchild. This is kind of one of the directions he wanted to take the podcast. Not only us talking about video games, but having kind of a, a more of a presence in the community. I think you've done a you've done a fine job, sir. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys. It's been a it's been a fun start, and I think we're going to keep growing. And I know we're going to keep growing with different activities that we do. And especially we're gonna we're gonna draw on all the people who can't be here in spirit while we're live casting our events. So we look forward to hearing from all of you while we do them. Well, I think that's a that's a good place to stop. Look forward to a lot more frequency of episodes in the next couple weeks. We've got some cool stuff lined up, but I've learned better than to promise anything I can't deliver. I'm just going to show up and deliver it, and then you guys will be happy with the results. Anyway, our guest tonight, to my left, Derek Burton Guster, a lot less rapey, but a lot noisier than usual. To my right, 
My partner in crime, the chairman of the soundboards, Tyler Run, TRG Glaze. I am Eric G. Hollis, and we are out. It's good, guys.